Hello everyone and welcome to NFLP episode 4. Today we'll recap the week 1 predictions and then we'll talk about week 2. There was a game that was already played last night um, that was between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. We'll get onto that later in part 2. So let's go through my predictions for last week. We had the, the Packers and Bears played last Thursday to kick off this season. This was 10-3 to the Packers, played at the Bears Soldier Field Stadium. Uh, I predicted the Packers here. The Packers were were really good on defense and the, the Bears could only score three points and we went over it last week, but it was a very disappointing uh, performance by the Bears on offense. Next game was the the Redskins versus the Eagles. Here, I picked the Eagles. I wasn't very hot on the Redskins. Didn't think that they were a very good team going into the season. Eagles, I thought, had a very deep roster. They were pretty electric in this. Carson Wentz had some great throws during this game, but the person who made the difference was Deshaun Jackson, making first appearance since going back to Philadelphia. He was uh, really electric. I think he had two touchdowns in the end. And Alshon Jeffrey also had two touchdowns. So the wide receiver group there are looking really good. So the Eagles won that one in the end, 27-32. to 32. Um, So the Redskins did well uh, to actually get that close. I really didn't expect it to be that close. But Redskins 27, Eagles 32. Next, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So the final score here was the Kansas City Chiefs 40, Jacksonville Jaguars 26. This game was marred in kind of controversy. The Jacksonville Jaguars, total lack of discipline, which is something I saw all last season. There was players getting ejected. I really don't know how much longer the the coach, Doug Marone, can last there. He doesn't seem to be able to get these players to to really um, to have discipline and, and, and keep their heads in the game. So obviously I understand they're playing the Chiefs, who I think are going to win the Super Bowl. Still, it was a really, really bad showing from the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. To add insult to injury, literally an injury, Nick Foles broke his uh, collarbone and he'll be out for anything six to eight weeks. So then they brought in their rookie quarterback, Gardner Minshew the second who seems to be, has a moustache, seems to be a bit of a hero from uh, from the college days. People talk about that they, they really loved him in, in college. He's going to be their starting quarterback for the next game. And let's see let's see how he does. Good luck to him. So that was 40-26. to 26. Also, Patrick Mahomes there, the star quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, hurt his ankle, played the whole game, though still on this uh, bad ankle, but is uh, kind of questionable for this week, but I think he will he will play. Next game was the Minnesota Vikings versus the Atlanta Falcons. And the, in this game, it was the Falcons 12 and the Vikings 28. So the Vikings really did a number on them. I predicted here the Vikings to win. I thought it would be a close game. But actually, the Vikings really, really demolished the Falcons. The Falcons didn't look good at all. As I said in the um, the review podcast, I really haven't seen a lot from the Falcons since I've been watching NFL. And it was also, that was how it went. Um, they, the offensive line didn't look good the defense didn't look good Vikings really ran through them they really played a a running game so the quarterback Kirk Cousins didn't throw the ball too much they relied on on running the ball um, with Dalvin Cook 
who looked very good, and, and other running backs. So, yeah, I, Vikings looked really good. Um, I said that, that they were having a kind of quiet preseason. No one was tipping them that, tipping them that much to do well. Um, I was hoping that they might do quite well. They got off to a good start. Next one, Browns versus the Titans. I had the Browns to win this one, and it was a real embarrassment in the end. The Browns, it seems like the pressure just got to them, completely capitulated. Everyone's predicting they'll have a great season, and um, everyone's predicting the Titans, even myself, that the Titans would have a bad season. And the Titans just came into the Browns' home stadium and just really uh, smacked them in the mouth, took the game, and the Browns could not handle them. It really seemed like the pressure got to them. So the Browns really have to bounce back this week. But a great start for the Titans. Um, then we move on to the, the Jets versus the Bills. Um, again, I got this prediction wrong. I was I think I said last week, because I have a question mark next to it in my notebook, so I think I said I was a bit unsure about this one. I kind of like the Bills. I thought Le'Veon Bell and Sam Darnold as quarterback, they would have a good connection. And it started that way, 16-0 to up they were first half of the game and then um, the Bills came back uh, actually the, the quarterback for the Bills Josh Allen had four turnovers still they came back and it's kind of unheard of that a team would then come back after that many turnovers and, and win but they did so well done to the Bills I think that was a great performance very good defensive performance and uh, with local rivals as well then we'll move on to the Dolphins and the Ravens. So the the Ravens went to uh, Miami for this one, and the score was 59-10, to 10, so a complete beatdown on the Dolphins. The Ravens looked amazing. Um, Lamar Jackson threw for five touchdowns. Now, Lamar Jackson, uh, you might remember me saying, he's a quarterback who's great at running, and people had real question marks about his throwing. Um, he actually threw for all of these touchdowns so he didn't really run at all and I guess he was proving a point to people that hey I'm a good thrower as well the Dolphins just look in complete disarray completely tanking which is the term for when you say this team is probably going to lose pretty much every game or most games and then it's going to take the first pick in the draft next year to theoretically get the best player um, there are some good quarterbacks coming into the draft next year and it looks like that's the case for the Dolphins it's going to be a really tough season for them if they they keep playing like this I got that one right I predicted the Ravens to win uh, the Seahawks versus the Bengals is the next game. I predicted the Seahawks here. This was a really close game. It was uh, Bengals 20, Seahawks 21. Very, very close game. And the the Bengals actually looked pretty good in this one. And people weren't predicting the Bengals to do much. But first-time head coach Zach Taylor seems to have got quite a lot out of Andy Dalton, who's the perennial kind of middle-of-the-road quarterback for the Bengals. Uh, he had actually a career day. He threw for the most yards he's ever thrown. The Seahawks had to really had to really push and, and win this one in the kind of... So Seahawks, uh, for me, looked looked good. The Bengals also looked fairly good. Um, the Seahawks, I think just this combination, Russell Wilson to Tyler Lockett, and now also DK Metcalf is there. He was catching a, a lot of uh, a lot of balls um, in this game. So let's see uh, how those teams go on to do. Can't really tell um, from that first game. But yeah, it's a, a Seahawks win there. And I predicted the, the Seahawks to win that game. Next is the Cowboys versus the Giants. Here it was the, the it was at Dallas and the Giants scored 17 and the Cowboys scored 35. I predicted the Cowboys to win. 
I think the Cowboys are going to have a great season. I really like Dak Prescott, the quarterback. Ezekiel Elliott is back, the running back. Things seem to be going in a good way. For the, for the Cowboys, they have a really one of the best rosters um, in the whole of the NFL. The Giants have really looked past it, quarterback Eli Manning. And I think it's only a matter of time. I think they'll keep losing um, until Daniel Jones comes in and they start to move towards the future of that franchise. Uh, Saquon Barkley as well. The running back looked amazing at the start of the game. He's the best running back in the in the NFL, in my opinion. And they just really didn't give him many carries. They gave him like 15 carries, uh, which means uh, they gave him the ball 15 times to run with. And every time he ran, he got loads of yards, but they just didn't... Um, didn't do it that often which is a real shame next game uh, Buccaneers versus the 49ers I had the 49ers to win this one and they did it was 31 to 17 now the Buccaneers looked really really shaky in this game and the 49ers didn't look too good but still managed to to get the victory there Jimmy Garoppolo back in his first proper game since um, since tearing his ACL Jameis Winston in that game didn't look too good had a couple of turnovers and has a lot to prove um, in the next game so he's the quarterback of the Buccaneers Next game is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Detroit Lions I had this one as a Cardinals win more hoping because I really like Kyler Murray. I'm hoping that uh, he has he has a good career, even though he's kind of undersized for a quarterback. He had a really tough start to this game. He was really struggling to to get the the offense moving, and then in the third quarter he managed to find his rhythm, get some confidence, and he started putting some points on the board. And then they got it to actually a draw in the final seconds of that game. Then it went to overtime, and no one could score in overtime. So actually stayed 27-27, and it's a draw. So I had the Cardinals to win. I give myself a half point there. Then it's the New England Patriots versus the Steelers. This game, I thought the Steelers might actually take it. And how wrong I was. Steelers actually got three points and the Patriots 33 points. So I learned my lesson again to never doubt the Patriots. Uh, I do this all too often. I kind of hope that they start to start the decline. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have the best uh, best quarterback of all time. They have the best coach of all time. It's uh, stupid to to kind of uh, write them off, but I just thought that the Steelers might come into this one with a, a renewed, you know, after the off season they have a they got rid of Antonio Brown. They have a new team spirit. They have some nice playmakers around James Conner, um, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington. Um, I thought they might might cause an upset here, but the Patriots just looked really really strong. They really do look probably like the best um, the best team in the whole of the in the whole of the NFL in in this game. I hope they don't win the Super Bowl, but you know, you can never really count against the Patriots. In this one, yeah, they're the they're probably their own worst enemy, you know, uh, only they can take themselves down even though they don't usually they're very focused on on football. So, but you know, the they signed Antonio Brown in the in the last week and having someone like this can just cause so much turmoil in your organization as proven at the at the Steelers and also at the Oakland Raiders and there are more issues that have come out this week with Antonio Brown alleged sexual assault the Patriots have a way of focusing on football and dealing with these issues and uh, not allowing it, it to distract them from the game 
But I think that everything we've seen from Brown uh, in this offseason, I would have really have liked the, the Patriots to come out and, and with a stronger message about this sort of thing will not be tolerated. Obviously, if it's proven, he's proven to be guilty of this. They really hid behind, oh, we don't talk about these things. Um, and I think just in this case of uh, alleged sexual assault, I, I think it's just really, in this day and age, it's really despicable just to hide behind, you know, these things uh, as an organization. I, I really, I really don't like the way that they handled this in the press conferences. Of course, I, I completely agree that it's uh, innocent until proven guilty. But just uh, the character of the guy, I mean, there there is evidence of the, the emails that Brown had sent to this uh, woman who's alleged the sexual assault. And you can read them at Nick Underhill's Twitter account. He covers the Patriots for The Athletic. And it's at Nick underscore Underhill, and he has the the emails that Antonio Brown sent to this woman. And th- to be honest, they are they're completely disgraceful. So even if if these allegations aren't true, the way that he speaks to people and the the way that he has been at the Raiders, and then the way that he talks to this to this woman, and the way that he treated her, even if he didn't do anything ing- illegal, I just think this guy is a cancer to have around uh, an organization when you're team building. I mean, he's lost in his own world of egotistical craziness, and I think the money and the fame has really done weird things to this person so I, I think it's a mistake that they took him I think the Raiders are, are super happy to uh, and not have to have any responsibility for it yes he's probably gonna if he plays he's probably gonna do well but uh, I'm sorry I would not have someone like this um, on the team so we'll move on to the Saints versus the Texans here I had the Saints to win this game and um, they did but it was a very close game it was a really one of the one of the best games uh, I watched for a, a long time it was the Texans 28 and the Saints 30. Deshaun Watson was unbelievable in this game DeAndre Hopkins just catching balls uh, so well and then on the Saints side yeah the old combination of the three so three of the best players in the league in my opinion you've got Drew Brees at quarterback and Michael Thomas, the wide receiver, doesn't seem to drop anything. And Alvin Kamara, running back, who's just really, really good. Um, those three seem to really drive the Saints forward. And um, yeah, Cam Jordan in defense as well. But this came down to Drew, Drew Brees' brain and his clock management right at the end. He was able to, even the Saint, the Texans were ahead and it looked like they would uh, would win this game. And then Drew Brees was able to push them, uh, the Saints down the field, quickly move the, the offense, take a timeout set it up for a field goal, and then the kicker um, scored three points, and the Saints won in the, with the last kick of the game. It was a pretty amazing game. Then uh, the Raiders versus the Broncos. I actually went for the Broncos here, but I was wrong on this one, and um, I shouldn't have gone against my, my gut feeling on this one. I really like the Raiders, but I thought, okay, the Broncos might will have a good defense this year, and they're probably going to stop them from scoring, but the Raiders came to play, and they really went out of the gates quickly and just had to controlled this game from the start they won um it was broncos 16 raiders 24 in the end so that recaps last week's games although i actually missed two games uh, when i was doing my predictions so apologies for that uh, i missed the Chargers versus the colts um and that was colts 24 Chargers 30 close game to be honest and the jacoby Brissett did a good job replacing andrew luck on the colts and the Chargers 
look to have some issues with injuries and things. The offensive line to protect Philip Rivers, the quarterback, looks pretty weak. So I'll be interested to see how the both teams do next week. Um, and I also missed the Panthers versus the Rams, which was very close. I thought the Rams would win this quite easily, but the, the Panthers um, held them too. So it was like 30 to the Rams and 27 to the Panthers. So a very close game in the end. Just to give you the uh, amount I got right in that prediction week, I got 9.5 out of 14 possible predictions. That's a 68% correct ratio. So now we'll move on to the predictions for week 2. So week 2. Let's start off with a game that actually already happened last night. That was the Buccaneers versus the Panthers. So the Buccaneers were playing in Carolina there. And the game ended 20 to the Buccaneers and 14 to the Panthers. So the Panthers were beaten at home. Obviously, it's too late to predict this one. I probably would have gone for the Panthers, to be honest. Uh, the Buccaneers, I I don't, I didn't think much of going into the season. I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of Jameis Winston, the quarterback. Um, the Panthers... I'm really down on on Cam, to be honest. Cam Newton, the quarterback at the moment. I just don't think he's um, he's himself. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to be able to run too much this season, and also struggling after shoulder surgery. I know he gets uh, offended when people doubt him and and things like this. But I'm uh, I really I said in the one of the first podcasts. I wouldn't be surprised if he just says, hey, this is just enough punishment on my body. I, I can't do it at this level anymore at some point. I hope he gets back to back to his old self, but um, looks like a, a shell of his, his former self. So the in this one, um, from what I saw, basically Jameis Winston got the upper hand. I, I was actually, I kind of liked uh, the fact that he was really trying. He was pushing the ball down the field. He was taking some wild shots. He was really trying to, to get the win for the Buccaneers and for him for himself because... For him, this is a this is a decision whether if he doesn't do well this season, then really the books might decide to draft a new quarterback. Uh, so for him, he's fighting for a starting job in the NFL and for a contract and things like this. Otherwise, he could become a, a backup quarterback somewhere else. The Panthers couldn't really get Christian McCaffrey into the game, who's been talked about this past week as one of the best running backs in the in the league. And is one of the best, but they couldn't get him and their wide receiver crew into the game, and didn't seem to be to be giving much, to be honest. So Buccaneers won that one, and then we'll move on to the other predictions. So first, Cardinals versus the Ravens. So the Cardinals will travel to Baltimore to play the Ravens, and for this one, I'm going to pick the Ravens. Uh, as much as I like Kyler Murray and hope he does well. The Ravens will be too strong here. The the Ravens have a have a good side. They're at home as well, and uh, and I think the Ravens will will again uh, win by a comfortable margin. Next game, Cowboys versus the Redskins. So here, um, I'm gonna pick. I really think they have a great roster. I think they will will go there and really take the Redskins to school. So predict a good, comfortable win for the Cowboys there. Next game, the Colts at the Titans. A tough one to predict because the Titans really played well last week, looked like a, look, look kind of strong. Uh, Colts lost last week, but I'm going to say the Colts, even though they're going to Tennessee to play the Titans in this one, I'm going to predict that the, the Colts actually get a win here and it goes to one, uh, one win, one loss for each of these teams. I think the Colts have a solid team, and I think uh, with Jacoby Brissett, he, he will have learned a lot last week. 
And I think the Titans took advantage of a very um, dysfunctional Browns team last week. And I think the Colts will prove a different opposition because they're very well coached. Um, So I'm going to go for the Colts. Next is the Seahawks versus the Steelers. So the Seahawks travel to Pittsburgh there to play the Steelers. I'm going to go for the Steelers to win this game. So as much as I really like Seattle and I, I always talk about how great Russell Wilson is, I'm going to go for the Steelers. I predicted them last week to win, and they let me down massively, um, got trounced. But I'm going to go for the Steelers to win this one. Um, Be a close game, but the Steelers to win. Next game, it's the Bills versus the Giants. So another local uh, local derby. Uh, last week, the Bills had the Jets, another New York team, and now they've got the Giants. Bills, obviously, are in Buffalo in the New York area. Um, the Giants... There, I, I'm not uh, not too hot on the Giants. I think it's just down to Eli Manning. It, it, the, the game looks so slow when when he's in the in the team. What I would advise is they hand the ball to Saquon Barkley <laughs> pretty much every time. But I don't think they will. And uh, and I think the Bills uh, will will have a good game. I think their defense uh, will be able to be able to stop them. And I think that Josh Allen will have some confidence from the win last week. And I think they'll take the victory there. Then we'll move on to the 49ers who are at the Cincinnati Bengals. So for me, actually, this one is the is a tough game. Uh, I I really um, after last week could see the Bengals uh, winning here. They're also at home, but I'm gonna go for the 49ers. Uh, I just think that they um, will keep trucking along. I think there'll be a lot of mistakes from them, and they're gonna it's gonna probably be a close one. They could easily lose, but I, I'm gonna predict that they actually take the victory there. Then we'll move on to the Chargers versus the Lions. So that's the LA Chargers versus the Detroit Lions. I'm also very down on the Lions here. I think it's just Matt Patricia. I mean, he he looked a bit like a a wreck of a man uh, last week when his team were massively in the lead and then uh, almost threw it away to to the Arizona Cardinals. But I think that... Yeah, he his foot was in a cast. He was on crutches. He didn't look well. I just think it's just not working for him. That he can't find an identity for the team. I just don't think it's going to work out in the long run with the Lions. Even though they they looked good in the first half of the game last week. Yeah, so I'm gonna. I also don't particularly like the Chargers to be honest. But I'm gonna go for uh, that. The Chargers will will win this one. The Chargers have a lot of holes. It could easily go either way. But I'm gonna go for the Chargers. Then we'll move on to the Vikings versus the Packers. Vikings had a great week last week. Really um, looked very strong all round on the all of the roster. Uh, but again, so did the Packers. Uh, well, actually, we didn't see much on the offense side of the ball for the for the Packers. So, um, but the defense looked strong for them. I'm gonna go for the Packers on this one because the Packers are at home. Um, they have a very good home support and I think that uh, with Aaron Rodgers he will do more on offense and I think the defense will will continue to be be strong there so I think that I think I'm going to go for the Packers then we'll move on to the Jaguars versus the so it's the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Texans so that that's at Houston I'm going to go for the Texans here I love to Sean Watson I think he's just majestic when you watch him throwing the ball moving around uh, the critics were saying he was kind of holding the ball a bit too long he's kind of taking too many hits and which he was and they fixed the they tried to fix the offensive line to, to help block for him. Uh, this is a very, they brought in some new pieces. It's going to take time to gel on that front. 
but he he was amazing last week and was probably one of the best performances from a quarterback last week and shame he didn't get the win Jaguars on the other hand were pretty woeful I do hope that Gardner Minshew the second has a great game um, because uh, you know for a rookie to come into that situation and um, now be thrown into that uh, into the starting quarterback position it's tough and the team is uh, a little bit dysfunctional so maybe they can all rally around him and and it, and it you know it galvanizes them but I think the Texans have got have got too much so I'm gonna go for the Texans to win that one then we move on to the Patriots versus the Dolphins the Patriots probably the best team one of the best teams in the NFL the Dolphins the the worst but the Dolphins have a, a weird knack of beating the Patriots especially in Miami I don't think it's going to happen this time I think the Dolphins are too bad I think the Patriots are too good and they will they will get the victory here then we'll move on to the the Chiefs versus the Raiders my heart says the the Raiders might be able to to snatch something here but my head says hey don't bet against Pat, against Patrick Mahomes like he's the the best player in the NFL do not do not do that so I'm going to go for the Chiefs Patrick Mahomes obviously I said he's questionable because he hurt his ankle last week but I think he will push himself to play he won't he won't want to miss a game he loves it too much and Tyreek Hill the best wide receiver is also injured but they have a replacement in Michael Hardman who is just as fast and Sammy Watkins had I think three touchdowns last week who's also super fast great hands and seems to be stepping up to actually be able to um, be that wide receiver one of the best wide receivers um, that he he's actually paid like one of the best wide receivers in the league and now it seems like he might uh, be delivering let's hope he can do it consistently Um, I think that was the knock on him in the past the Raiders had a big loss they had uh, Jonathan Abrams I think his name is the safety that they drafted this year who's a hard-hitting safety and brings a bit of bite to the backfield of the Raiders he broke his uh, or damaged his shoulder in some way last week and has to have surgery so it's basically pretty much out for the season Um, that's a big loss for them but the Raiders were great last week really good and I, I hope they give the Chiefs a game because even if they're in there fighting against one of the best teams there it's going to give them a lot of confidence so I'll go for the Chiefs to win but a good game all around and then um, we'll move on to the Saints versus the Rams so this is a uh, a rematch of the NFC title game last year the Saints versus the Rams very contentious game because the the Saints the Saints had this uh, pass interference no call uh that happened towards the end of the game and were up in arms they really believe it cost them the the championship and then the chance to go to the super bowl but still there were actually like 19 plays after that it went to overtime they had they still had the chance to win so i don't really buy into all that but of course it can psychologically if you're frustrated about a decision it can get in your head and then it can have an effect but hey you have to get over that stuff uh the rams won in the end um so it's a rematch of that there's a lot of bad blood i think here um, I think the Rams will win. I think the Rams are going to um, also want to set the record straight that they can beat them in a fair way. Uh, so I think the Rams... Then next, we have the, the Bears versus the, the Broncos. Well, I'm going to go for the Bears. The Bears are the best team on paper, but the, the Broncos have a very good um, a very good record at home, actually. I think it's the altitude in Denver... Um, where they actually play is quite high and some teams aren't used to it so they get tired and then the Broncos uh, have a a track record of being able to take over the game a bit later when the teams get more worn out I think the Bears just will will win because they have to they have to improve after last week they're scoring three points at home on the opening game of the season the Bears will be coming out firing with a point to prove and and I just don't think the Broncos 
even though I'm really high on the on the defense and they were pretty bad last week actually the Broncos defense and I think they might they should play well this uh, this week I just think that that they will be um, with Joe Flacco I don't think it's good enough on the offense don't see um, how they can how they can beat the Bears um, in a point scoring basis and Vic Fangio who's the head coach of the Broncos has a lot to prove yeah I don't see it coming together right now then we move on to the Eagles versus the Falcons so it's at the Falcons. Uh, I'm going to go for the Eagles. I think they are one of the best best teams and best rosters in the in the NFL. And you saw it come together. They were they were down actually at the Redskins in the first couple of quarters or the first quarter, and then they started really rolling like a like one of the best teams in the NFL, which they are. Um, the Falcons. I just even though everyone talks about them as one of the best teams, I just haven't seen it and. Um, and, and I don't think they'll be able to beat the Eagles at the moment. They have too many injuries in their team, too many holes in their squad, mostly on the offensive side of the ball, uh, but also on the on the offensive line. But the defense is also has many holes. So I, I don't think that they'll, they'll be able to stop the Eagles this week. So I'll go for the Eagles win there. And then the last game on Monday is the Browns at the Jets in New York. So the Browns take a trip there. And um, I'm going to go for the Browns, even though I really think it could just capitulate and just implode like it did last week. And then I just think every, really all eyes start looking at Freddie Kitchens and being like, can this guy do the job of a head coach? I, I think it has that distinct possibility, but I just don't see how they can't scrape a win there at the Jets to give them some confidence, get the momentum going. Because especially now, just read that Sam Darnold has mono. Um, uh, he's caught a, an infection um, called mono. So with this, people say recovery time could be anything from two weeks to actually being out all season because it depends how it infects the rest of your body. So um, he's out. Their backup quarterback comes in, Trevor Simeon. Actually, was at the Broncos a couple of uh, last season or a couple of seasons ago, and I saw him play a, a few games when he he came into the the Broncos, uh, and I thought he was okay actually. Um, so I think he's a good backup quarterback, but I think the Browns should have way too much there because the Jets have a whole host of injuries even Lev Bell Le'Veon Bell is doubtful who's their um, star running back and then you have CJ Mosley who's star on the defensive side of the ball um, looks to be injured so I think the Browns really have to get this win by whatever means they possibly can because if they don't it's a complete disaster already after two games but I think they really have to find a way to get the win whatever so that about wraps everything up for this week. I hope you enjoyed listening to our recap of our predictions from last week and our predictions from this week. We'll be back next week to talk about how we did there and go over the games and look at the predictions for the coming week. As always, you can you can message us at NFLP8 on Twitter. That's at NFLP8. And you can also email at noviceflp at gmail.com. So feel free to get in touch and we look forward to hearing from you and speak to you next week.